What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the 2023 WGC Dell Match Play and some Corrales betting picks and preview show. DB here, Pat Perry. It's earlier on a Monday than normal. So, you know, we're, we're getting this out here early because the match play starts on Wednesday. Don't forget, you're talking Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday worth of match play action. Plus, you got Corrales, Punta Cana going on. Uh, it's going to be a busy week. We're already we're already hot hot and running, Pat. We doing good? We ready? We are. We're hot and running. We're, we're kind of a little bit flustered trying to get all this done earlier. You know, we're off schedule, DB. You know I like things on schedule, mm-hmm. okay? I like to have a little normalcy to things. Yes. And now I got my wife out of town. I got all the kids and stuff, and then we're doing things earlier. It's just it's just crazy. But the good news is I get to have my, my evening back a little bit on That's a Monday great. night. You've got the Corn Ferry Tour event right there in your backyard at yes. the landings this week. Uh, excited about that, right? I am. I am. The course looks fantastic. Deer Creek. Um, so, you know, the field is interesting. There's a, not not as many recognizable names this year that, that I'm used to seeing. But, um, yeah, it's going to be good. A lot of players in town for the Corn Ferry Tour. And, um, you know, so I get to go to the special lawn, DB. You get to go what? The special lawn. What is the special lawn? It's just a special lawn that you get to go on and, and drink. That's what, is that what it's called? The special lawn? I call it the special lawn. That is kind of a, yeah. I was about to say, hopefully someone in branding and marketing at the Corn Ferry Tour landings came up with something better than, yeah. Why don't we call it the special lawn? Yeah, but. Oh, um, okay. Okay. But I'm celebrating a little bit more than just the special lawn today. Yes, you are. You are. Another yeah. win. Another hit. Taylor Moore. 50 to 1. On Pat's not that anyone really cares betting card. How many units is that now that you're up there, Pat? We are up 32.75. 32 units up. And um, thanks to Chris Kirk and now Taylor Moore. Which Taylor Moore, I I don't even recall if we mentioned him much on either of our DFS shows or the betting show. You've you've probably combed through and you can tell me if I mentioned him or not. I don't know if I did. I apologize if I didn't. But if you're paying attention to the card, he showed up. He showed up a little bit later for me, and when I put the card out, there he was. He was on there, and you got to win if you if you followed it. Yeah, man. I mean, I think I, I didn't go back and listen. I think there was a little conversation about him. I think he may have been mentioned in the first look show last week in the Discord, but I don't know. It, it was a late comer for sure. I had Tommy Fleetwood. You also had Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. I also had uh, Wyndham Clark. So we had we had three names in the top five. We had the winner, the T three, and the fifth place finisher was quite an exciting Sunday. It was great to see. Wish Tommy Fleetwood kind of would have hit because then we both would have had the winner on the card. I am bleeding units since I last hit Max Homa. I am now only up seven units on the season after hitting three winners. And you're catching up to me. You know, all it took was drawing a butterfly on your face. I, I got to start. I feel like I'm approaching... Like, okay, what am I going to draw on my face territory? I feel like yeah, starting yeah, we need to get there. Maybe, maybe in the comments, people should say, what does DB need to draw on his face? Maybe. I don't know. That's, that can get I know, a little I bit. Know exactly. Like, be original. Don't say, don't say, yeah. draw talking balls on, on your face. DB. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, I, I do feel good about my card last week. Like, to have the guy who finished third and the guy who finished fifth on the card makes me feel like, okay, we're in the right spot. And it also just reminds you, like, how how lucky like you kind of have to be to hit a winner in golf yeah. and how lucky how unlucky sometimes you are when it doesn't happen i mean and how unlucky was adam shank with that ball that driver he hit on 18 uh, just i mean 
God bless America. Had, had it rolled. I mean, not one fan could have just been like, oh, oops. <laughs> oh, if that was Speedsball, you know for a fact. It would have ended up perfect lie, full yeah. swing. You know, the heavens are showing light through the trees. You know, oh, so yeah. just to the to the oh, pin. Ball's right here. Yeah. yeah. Somebody but not for me. Adam Shank. No, yeah. he's stymied on a tree and has to hit it left-handed. Damn, in the tree. Got squirrels building. Yeah. Squirrels gathering his, his ball up in the tree. Surprised they didn't move it in the tree. It's it was bad. A- and, and, you know, he, classy guy. Like, he, he classy. I, I, I like Adam Shank. Uh, I was definitely pulling for Taylor Moore at that point. So, uh, you know, glad he won, but. Uh, what are we doing with Fleetwood, though? I know we don't need to talk about this and rehash this I too think much. He's still, I think he's still there, man. I think he's still I there. I think he is, too. I, I mean, yeah. To bogey that par five is bad, but I, I think he's still I think he's still there. I do. Um, but it was definitely a fun week. We got some stuff right, too, in the top 20s, bro. We hit three of our, of our top 20s. We gave out a six-pack. We hit a Tommy Ladd at plus 140, Denny McCarthy at plus 150, and Wyndham Clark at plus 175. So uh, good stuff there. It was a fun show. Fun show. Um, well, before we get into it, I mean, we're going to talk about kind of how to approach the match play, a little bit about the golf course. We covered some of that in the DFS show, if you listen to that. We're not going to go super game. Th- we don't have to go like game theory world in, in, you know, on the betting show like we did in the DFS show. I want to remind everybody about our friends at Leaderboard, the show presented to you by our friends at Leaderboard. You can download the app right now for free in iOS stores only. Android is coming. We've been using the app for months now. It's a fantastic app. You don't pay for anything. And it's, you know, we talk about all the things that the app does, but, you know, we talk about how it keeps track of your gambling games with your buddies and how, you know, at the end, it'll dot your card. It'll tell you who's stroking. At the end, it'll tell you who owes who money and it'll send you to Venmo. And we tell you about how it keeps up. They've got a, a relationship with the USGA. And when you put in your score, it sends it straight to your gin. So you don't have to put it in two different places. I want to talk today about the re- about the stats, Pat, because I've been playing on it a good bit. You have too. I played yesterday, and these are my cumulative stats on re- on on leaderboards since since we started keeping up with it. And I'm I mean, man, if you just want to keep track of your own game and realize like what's going on and what you yeah, know, where where things are where things are going wrong. I mean, my putts per round not fantastic. Thirty five point four six putts per round is I'm not. I'm gonna have to get mine out and compare a little bit uh, here. Now. My my, I'm shocked that my fairways hit is higher than my greens and rec, honestly. And this is probably I've probably got I don't know five or six rounds logged so far, but I mean I'm shocked that my fairways hit is up. But look at my I missed to the left thirty percent. I missed to the right twenty. I mean I got like this two way miss thing going on. But then uh, for some reason my my greens and rec I'm short a lot of the time. Thirty percent of the time I'm short, hmm. probably because I'm having to I'm having to take penalty strokes. Low round 81, high round 91. Birdie or better in a round three. What's really fun is I got three birdies or better in the round. I shot a 91 at your place. That was fantastic. Best five-hole streak, one under. Most fairways hit, 11 in a round. Nine GIRs in a round. And fewest putts, only 33. 33 fewest putts. Good God almighty. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'm probably worse on the par threes. I think that's what I'm kind of seeing there. Anyway. It's fun to keep track of your stats, your advanced stats in leaderboard. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Use referral code TJ when you download. And don't forget, the family sweat bet is happening. Jason Duffner was the top 20 at 9-1 to last week. He finished like T36. He gave us hope. We had Shink as the family sweat bet a couple weeks ago, and then look what he does. This We're just now missing it, but we're going to continue that going through Masters Week. 
I don't have the family sweat bet voted on today because we're doing the show early, but we'll put it out in the Discord. I'll tweet about it. We'll put it on Instagram, whatever, so you can know who the family sweat bet is. It's going to be a long shot. In leaderboard. Is it going to be Corrales or is it going to be match play? I don't know. I don't know. It may be Corrales. I don't know. I we'll feel see. like we should do Corrales. We may have a really good shot to hit it. Maybe with Corrales. But, but leaderboard wants it to be like a four to one or five to one or longer. I mean, like eight to one or, or longer. So, like, when you get like eight to one top 20s at Corrales, you're talking about like bad names. Yeah. So, we might have to figure something out. We'll work on that. We'll spread the news. But all you need to know is you have to have downloaded the app and used our code. And then if you did, and the, the family sweat bet hits, somebody's getting paid cash money, like $400, $500, whatever. It depends on the bet. So link in the description of the podcast and the YouTube video. All right, Pat, let's talk about Austin Country Club. Par 71, around 7,100 yards. Pete died, design. Been playing here for like, I don't know, it's like five or six years. Um, pretty forgiving fairways, kind of slopey. Got some elevation changes. Obviously, you got to deal with the Texas wind, which looking at the forecast, is going to blow this this week. It looks like we're not going to have any serious weather issues, but sustained winds and, and some gusts in the 20s, even 30s at times, sustained winds in the mid-teens, it's going to be good. The greens are Bermuda, Bermuda, but a little bit of POA in there. They're smaller than average, definitely slopey greens as well, runoffs if you miss them. We've seen kind of any style can win here. Uh, your Kevin Kisners, your Matt Kuchers have done really well here, but so have you know Scotty Scheffler, obviously. Billy Horschel's done well here. I think Bubba won here. Jason Day's one here. So, you know, you need guys that can make birdies in bunches because you got to get, you know, you, you need to win holes. It's okay if you make a triple and you lose a hole, just make a bunch of birdies, score. Pete die prowess, match play prowess helps. But I think predominantly approach play and then kind of that, you know, putting and around the green, being able to drop a putt on somebody's key. We said this in the DFS show. This is not a super stat heavy, model heavy situation. This is very much not that. Match play is different. This tournament is wildly variant, except for yeah. Scotty Scheffler being really good at it because he's like runner-up and winner the last two years. But wildly variant. Last year, you had eight out of the 16 number one seeds come out of their pod, which was the most ever since it's been at Austin Country Club. In 2021, you only had one, and it was John Rom. That was it. Every other one seed lost, did not come out of their group play out of the pod. It was crazy. Um, so you've got to embrace a little bit of volatility. For sure, even in your even in your betting stuff. So I think this is probably a decent live betting opportunity as well. If we can, you know, you know, maybe make your calls on certain groups and and you know get some units out there, but then wait for group play to get finished, and then kind of take your picks coming down the stretch with some other guys. I mean, I, I don't know. The winner's going to play seven matches, so you got, you got to be a grinder. You're going to play two on Saturday, two on Sunday. If you win, what else, Pat? What else am I missing here for kind of? basics of uh of the match play no i think that's it i mean um there's a lot of different bets that you can make though this week so um you know you can you can bet on guys just to come out of the group if you want to do that you can bet on you know there's there's a lot of different props that you can look at so pay attention to that it's going to look a little different uh on your betting site this week um so look at some of those because you might be able to take advantage of some numbers um other than just, you know, looking at your outrights and things like that. Yep. Uh, talked a little bit about this in the DFS show, but you've got these, like, underlying stories, I think, developing. Um, the, the, I guess the most urgent one is World Golf Rankings and the Masters. To qualify for the Masters, you have to be in the top 50 in the World Golf Ranking by the end of this week if you're not otherwise 
uh, in the field. And there are a number of names in this field that fit that category that are either just inside the top 50 or just outside of it, need a good week coming in. Um, and then there's, you know, probably far secondary to that because we've got a bunch of time left. It's kind of the Ryder Cup U.S. and European tour standings. There's some surprising names that are kind of outside the top six and inside the top six even. So just some guys there that may want to prove themselves a little bit, you know, but they just want to, you know, I, I don't think we said this on the DFS show too. I don't think the veterans necessarily have to prove themselves in terms of match play. But if you're a young guy and you've maybe only had one President's Cup or even Ryder Cup under you, mm-hmm. or you've not had one at all, I, I do think, you know, having a decent, having some good matches on your resume will only help make it easier for Captain Donald and uh, ZJ, right? Uh, come come the fall. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Uh, these guys do want to do want to show that they have some match play prowess, as you said earlier. Match play prowess. Match play prowess. I wish we had that stat somewhere. Yeah. Well, we have we have match play records. Well, yeah. We um, do. you did have so I guess last year, you know, Scotty Scheffler won at twenty to one. Billy Ho, Kevin Kisner won at eighty to one. Bubba won at fifty to one. DJ at ten to one. Jason Day at fourteen to one. So we've had some short knockers, some some or some short numbers, and we've had some you know a couple bombs with with fortunately Kisner. I mean, those are bombs for a sixty four man field. So, um probably going to stay in that short to mid i got a lot of guys in this mid-range here yeah same let's here. um maybe let's just talk let's let's go let's pull back up the groups because this is this is fun let me pull back up the groups here so we'll take it by sides of the uh sides of the board here so i guess we talked it we talked at length about each group in the dfs show i don't want to quite do that here but let's just go group one one pick one pick who wins the group and are you interested in betting any of these players outright? Well, I think in group one, um, we talked about this on the DFS show. I just don't feel like either of these guys are going to get out of the group other than Scotty Scheffler, the way he's playing right now. Um, you mentioned how good he is here anyway. He's plus, I think, you know, plus 120 somewhere around there, plus 115 to get out of the group. There's not even anybody in this group that's really even close to that. Um, are so I, out, are those odds out somewhere? I've been looking for those. Like, group well, I'm looking at kind of, I, I don't know, maybe uh, these are implied odds. I don't know, or aggregate odds. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I, total agreement here. We can probably move quickly through this one. I mean, I'm not going to bet anyone in this group. I'm, I'm not going to bet Scheffler just at, you know, what, what is he? What's his number right now? Um, well, crap, where'd he go? He's eight, eight to one. one. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, just with the variance of this event, there's no chance I'm doing that. All right, so group. 16 is who they would be playing i mean that's the other thing is like as you look at the quadrants trying to think through like if you're looking at the whole bracket what do you think is the easiest of the four big sections which one's the easiest to come through i don't think it's i don't think it's the scheffler one i don't think it's like the scheffler sungjae morikawa hovland one I don't. Yeah, I definitely don't think that's one of the easiest ones. Um, I think, honestly, like looking at Rom's, like Rom, Young, Finau, Zalatoris. That's the one I was thinking. What is that? The 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 top right quadrant. Yeah, like <laughs> other than Rom's, you know, murderers row of of a, of a pod. Um, that group seems doable, and then. I kind of, I kind of, 
I'm kind of torn between the other two sections. It, it might just be Rom's group. So, like, I don't know. Like, obviously, I'm not trying to bet too many players coming out of the same pod, although you can. Uh, I also want to kind of look as, as a whole and say, like, where do I think is the easiest spot to come out of and get me at least a, a chance, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I think it might, it might be Rom's section. And there's a couple of long shots in there that I, or well, one long shot in there that I like. I actually like more long shots in the Xander, Fitzpatrick, Hatton, Rory section. But all right, let, let's keep going. All right. Sungjae, Mav, Fleetwood, JT. Who do you think is coming out of the group? Are you willing to bet anybody? I think that um, I feel like Fleetwood's coming out of this group. Um, he's he is not the favorite, obviously, to win this group. Sung JM is, but um, and then if you look at Fleetwood's numbers, forty five to one. I don't I don't really mind that number. Um, now this is a tough tough section to come out of, but um, I do like Fleetwood out of this group for sure, and I do think he can win it. I think he can win the whole thing. I, I he would I have to get by Scheffler though. I don't feel great about it. Um, I do think, I, for some reason, like I feel like is it a, is it weird that I feel like is it weird that I feel like Fleetwood is is more likely to come out of the group? But if Sungjae came out of the group, I feel better about Sungjae beating Scheffler. Does that make any sense? I mean, it kind of does. You're probably you know saying that you think Fleetwood may. Um, you know, I don't know. God, maybe it doesn't make sense. I'm not really sure. But the pro- the thing is, is you're here's where it does make sense. Getting out of the group, and then once you're into the match play portion of it, well, I guess it's all match. You know what I mean? Like you once you're in the bracket where it's like win or go yeah. home, it's a yeah. different it's a different thing, right? You know, the group play is is what it is, and right. I, I that's I don't trust. I may feel like Fleetwood is playing really well right now, which is great. So I feel like he's got this like high floor, but so is Sungjae. Like, what are we talking about? So is Sungjae. Yeah. And, and and if if I'm looking at Sungjae squared off against Scheffler, I just feel like in a, in a sudden death situation, sure, Scheffler's probably going to beat his ass, but I just trust Sungjae to kind of go tit for tat with him. And, and I think Sungjae would be a more aggressive player in match play. Than, I just trust him to like make more putts. Yeah. God dang it, Tommy can't make a putt. I would, I would probably agree with you there. So I think but there's still part of me that thinks Fleetwood can come out of this group. I, I do think he can come out of this group, but I don't think he can. I don't think he's going to get past. Now, granted, we're assuming Scheffler. We're assuming Scheffler wins. Yeah. He's the biggest favorite in his group, I think. I, I think this makes me want to bet Sungjae at forty to one on DraftKings. I, I think that's where I'm. I think that's where I'm now leaning. I think I want to bet Sungjae at forty to one. Okay. Okay. This Next. is how match play goes, by the way. This is like one, you know, one week of the season. Yeah. And a lot of it is sort of talking through it while you're looking at it because yeah. we've already done a full DFS show, and now we're looking at it from a betting perspective. So some things are going to change for sure, but it is kind of, you have to kind of talk through like one step ahead. Like when you're just looking at a normal golf tournament, it's like, okay, well, I think this guy can win. 
Yeah, I don't care what his bracket looks like or whatever. Like this is a it's a different ball game here. So um, there'll probably be a little more just of this type back and forth. I think of just trying to figure out where we want to land. And that 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 reminds me to like we talked about this too. Like write out a bracket, do do brackets, yeah, fill out brackets, and kind of that helps you understand. Okay, wow. Okay, now now this guy's actually got to beat. He's gonna have to end up beating these guys to get here. Do I really believe that can happen? You know, I mean, we talked about how crazy variable this golf tournament is, so it, it can definitely happen. But I Grant, think you could even actually do a bracket, but backwards. Like start with your start with your your final four. Okay. And then kind of build out from there and see what happens. How do they you go? Oh, we could get weird. We could get strange. Yeah. Um, okay, let, let's go to the next group. So the next group is going to be Hovland, Kuchar, Chris Kirk, Siwoo Kim. I think that Siwoo is an automatic bet because he's just he, – it's a Pete Dye course. He's aggressive in nature. He's played well this year. We know he, he does not give a rip who he's playing against. If he's feeling himself and he's on, he is very, very, very capable of beating anyone in the field. And at 80-1 to 1 on DraftKings right now, that's worth getting now. I, I don't know how much, comfortable, how much more comfortable I would be if it dropped down to like 60 or 50. I don't think I would probably love it. But I just think... That's just too good of a number with Siwoo's upside and his attitude and, and the way he plays golf. Now, also very, very, very low, low floor on Siwoo. <laughs> if yeah, Siwoo cares or if Siwoo says, I don't want to play seven matches, bump this, then you're out. But it's 80 to 1, so it's a bomb. The, the, this, the other, you know, the, the, the angel on my shoulder is telling me that Victor Hovland at 25 to 1 on DK yes. is, a, is a name that I like, is a value that I like. Um, I think you got to, I think you listen to that angel. You think that's the one? I, I just think, you know, he's not in the toughest pod. I mean, you know, I just said what I said about Siwoo, but he's also got a really low floor. He's not in the toughest pod. I, I still don't. I mean, Jason Day, Morikawa, Victor Perez, Fenson's a solid group. It's not a. It's not a murderer's row by any means. Um, so I think you know if Hovland can get through, he's been playing well. So I, I don't know. I kind of feel like Hovland is is the other bet at twenty five to one. Uh, he is three and three in match play here at uh, at Austin Country Club. Hovland is who. I looked at from a shorter, you know, shorter odds perspective. Yeah. It is if I'm, regardless of all the things around him and what what pot he's in and where he is in the bracket and all kinds of things. Like if I'm just looking at, like I just said, if I'm looking at like bringing in my final four or my final two, and I think I could see Hovland in there and I could see him holding the trophy at the end of the day. Why not bet him at twenty five to one? So. He to me is one of my my favorites up at, at the top. I, you know, and I mentioned on the DFS show I wasn't quite necessarily sold on him, but again, um, this feels like a good place for Hovland. You know, he's a great approach player. You know, approaches. You know, probably the the number one stat you're going to want to look at this week. Wins. So I, I think Hovland, I think Hovland's Hovland's the one on the shorter end. He's he's got. Him and Homa, which we'll probably talk about Homa in a little bit too. But yep. Well, let's uh, let's keep moving then. Kyle Morikawa leads Group Nine. Victor Perez, Jason Day, and Adam Svensson in that group. Um, 
I mean, I would imagine we feel the same here. Jason Day at 33 to 1 on BetMGM is what I'm seeing. That's the only one out of that group I'm interested in. And uh, yeah, and that's it. I mean, past champion here uh, at, at Austin CC. He is um, 8 and 7 at this place, 24 and 15 all time in match play. Obviously playing extremely well right now. So for me, it's Jason Day here. And that's it. Yeah. I think that's a good number too if you get them at 33 to 1. Another thing you too that you can look at on betting is um you know maybe to, just to get into the final four. So um Jason Day is plus 750 at that number too. So if you if you think obviously that you know there's a lot that can change and it's hard to win this golf tournament. So if you think you might just get the top 4 then then at least bet that too. I just don't think I would bet a top 4. I mean if if you get in the top 4, dang. I mean, you know, you only got to win You've you've already won five matches, right? Is that right? You've already won five. You've only got two more to win. Right. All the no, very you haven't you haven't won five, or you've gotten through five. You've played you've gotten five. through five, but you you've could've. got all the all the variants in front of you. Like and, and but I can get the odds at at near you know at four and a half times to just bet you outright if I think you're gonna. If well, I think you still gotta win two more. Once you I know, but I got. I don't. I just don't love the value on that at, at uh, top four. I mean, that's just me. Yeah, I don't. Also, I mean, we didn't talk about this. Is Jason Day going to be okay playing if he plays seven matches? I mean, he's shown no signs of injury issues or sniffles yeah. or, um, or maybe you know shingles, maybe or any other anything else he's got going on. This I feel COVID, like he'll be fine. COVID nineteen yeah. is still a thing. I don't know. Like, we, you know, maybe that narrative's going away. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not sickly anymore, DB. Maybe he is a picture of perfect health. And yeah. now that we say that something's going to happen, he's going to get hurt <laughs> and miss the Masters. And oh, you just did it. Okay. Um, all right. Next group. They're going to have. So that's the that's kind of the top left side of the bracket. They're going to come and have to face off against the uh, bottom left side of the bracket here, which I have on the right side of the screen. If you're watching on YouTube. Patrick Cantlay leads off group four along with Nick Taylor, Brian Harmon, Cage Lee. I mean, this was the group we talked about is just the most obvious. Um, everyone's going to assume Cantlay wins, which of course means he's not going to win. However, mm-hmm. if you were to bet anybody else in here, I don't know that I would trust them to get beyond the next stage. So this is a completely stay away for me. I agree. Total stay away. I also am staying away from the next group, group 13. Sam Burns, Adam Hadwin, Seamus Power, Adam Scott. I just can't wrap my mind around any one of these guys being, at the moment, any better or worse than the other one. I mean, I, I guess I guess Sam Burns... I mean, then, maybe, then maybe Sam Burns. Yeah, I mean, Sam, Sam Burns is, is definitely the better player. I, I'm just saying, I mean, Seamus went, took it deep here last year. Scott's got a decent match play record. Um... I, I just can't I, I don't know what to do with this group. So I so it's just this one's also I'm completely avoiding. See, this is where and maybe, you know, when things look too obvious, that's when it's it's obviously, you know, things it's gonna end up being where somebody from this top half is gonna win or at least, you know, come out. But when I'm looking at that side of the bracket, there's those top eight, none of them to me get past either a Max Home or a Jordan Speed. If yeah. those are the two that happen to come out of the bottom two. Like it just like it's way more obvious to me looking at that bracket than it is the upper half of seeing exactly you know what I'm gonna you know 
who I think can win. Yeah, I think it, this one is a little more pronounced for sure. Complete agreement. I mean, th- this is a this is really where you start looking at the the lower left quadrant and thinking like this is a little bit of a weaker section here. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if someone out of group five or group twelve is the one that makes it to the final four here. But yeah, so, so let's let's take a look at those groups. Um, so we've got Max Homa leading off group five against Justin Suh. Hideki, Kevin Kisner. Everybody listening to the Tour Junkies podcast knows what I'm about to say. It's Max Homa because you're continuing to give me Max Homa at 20 to 1 plus right now. He's a 20 to 1 on DK. That's the best number currently. Uh, I could imagine that number would shorten. I would happily take that number. I just, I mean, for, for all the reasons, Max Homa continues to be amazing at golf regularly. Um, looks like a different player. And he did a few years ago. He's three and three here at uh, at Austin CC, four and three overall. Um, yeah, I mean, I just I think this is a clear Max Homa ride for me. I don't think I think he's getting lucky to play not, matches. Yeah, and I think he's getting a little lucky in that, or fortunate, maybe a better word that Kiz is where he yeah. is right now. I mean, because anytime you go what into match fights, I didn't even look. I mean, I anytime you go into match play and Kiz ends up in your side, in your, you know, in your group, you're going to be a little concerned just because of the way he plays in match play. I mean, his match play record is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's just nuts. I mean, 22 6 and 1 here at Austin Country Club. Um, but he's just struggling right now. He's not, um, he just doesn't seem to have it. Kind of surprised he actually made the cut at the players, but. Um, so I think he's starting to do some things right, but not enough to win this this side here or win this group and and get out. So totally with you. I think Max Homa is the one you go with here. He's a kiss is 130 to one on DK. Yeah. Um okay. Okay. Uh they are gonna play the winner of group 12, which is Jordan Spieth, Mackenzie Hughes, Shane Lowry, Taylor Montgomery. We said this in the DFS show. I think we can just scratch a line through Mackenzie Hughes here. Um Jordan's obviously playing really well. He's got a, you know, pretty, I think it's pretty freaking good uh, match play record overall here. 10, 7, and 3, 16, 15, and 4 all time. Taylor Montgomery obviously has no record at all to speak of. And Shane Lowry has flat out sucked here. He's 2, 7, and 3 at Austin CC. 7, 16, and 3 overall in match play. He just has gotten thumped in match play over his career. So to me, we talked about this on the show. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to have a whole lot of these situations where I'm betting two guys. But I might bet two guys here. It might be Jordan and Taylor Montgomery for me. Jordan is 25-1 to 1 on DraftKings. Uh, Taylor is 100-1 to 1 on FanDuel. And, and I think Whoa. Okay. okay. Yeah, the 100-1 to 1 is, what, is what, you know, is what gets my, gets my britches all. Yeah, because I've seen him 80-1. to 1. I think he's 80-1 to 1 on DK. I'm looking right now, he's 100 to one on Fanduel, and that yeah, I love that. That got me. That got me going. So, I mean, with his putting ability and ability to drop a putt at any moment on somebody and just break your, break you off and break your heart and all the things. Well, and you don't have to, you know, when you're if if, if you play DFS and you bet, you kind of have to throw out some of your bet your DFS mentality with some of the betting. Like you don't. It's okay if you want to bet on two guys from the same. Yeah. Yeah, group. I mean, it's yeah. not really a, a big deal. Um, and I think if you know, 
this is certainly one. There's a couple others where I feel like yeah. I could bet two guys out of the same group. Uh, even though I know you're crossing each other out, it's it's you know one's going to win and one's going to lose, so it's not. But still, um, it's going to happen here. And yeah. I like Montgomery a lot, but I also like Spieth too. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we should, I don't think you should bet three out of the same group. You know, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, that, that's probably a little bit much, but yeah, I mean, and plus we're talking about the low, that lower left side. If 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 they can get through and then manage to beat, well, who we presume to be Max Homa. You know, I feel like the winner out of the 13 and four groups, you know, maybe can't lay, I guess, is where it is. So, I mean, nothing, no path is like easy. There's just a, a easier or harder, I guess. So, okay. So that kind of wraps up that side of the bracket. Let's take a look at the other side. Let's start with the John Rahm, uh, just absolute killer group two. Rahm, Fowler, Billy Horschel, and Keith Mitchell. Talk about a group where, you know, I mean, you could you could you could make a reason to bet three of these four guys. I mean, Billy Ho yeah. is a past champion, but he's just not the same. He's not been playing the same. His ball striking has been absolutely terrible. Just not the same quality of golf lately. So I think we can quickly throw him out. John Rahm, I think, from a betting standpoint, you know, we, we're not interested in eleven to one in a highly variable match play situation. So to me, the question is: Are we going to bet Ricky Fowler and Keith Mitchell, or are we betting Ricky Fowler or Keith Mitchell? That is the question for Group. Two, who would face the winner of Group 15? That is Cam Young, Davis Thompson, Sepp Strzok, and Corey Connors. What are we? What are we thinking? For me, it would be Ricky Fowler. What's the best number you're seeing him at? I, I've seen him 60, sixty to one, sixty on DK, um, and then I, I have sixty to one on Mitchell in D in DK. Yeah. Well. This and is I, one. I, I know you're. I know you're a Mitchell guy, and so am I. I, I love. Uh, why do I always believe he's going to win? Like, what, what is my thing with him? Is it because I hit him at 150 like three years Pro- ago? Yeah, probably that. I just um, can't stop betting the guy. Well, I mean, he's obviously a super – I mean, he's, he's a fantastic golfer, and he's almost won this year too. So, But so is Ricky. I mean, Ricky's been playing really well. Ricky's still got to get into the Masters. And if he comes out of this group, I feel like you can – you know, I could easily see him moving on to the next round, and then you never know what's going to happen. So – for me, it's it's Ricky. If if I'm you know, if I'm choosing between the two, Ricky sitting. I, what's his match play record too? His match play record overall is twelve eight and five. He's o one and two here. So just just one year playing in the group play here. Uh, I don't think that's a big deal. But he's got a winning record in in match play. Uh, Keith Mitchell is two three and one here and overall this is his only match play experience mm-hmm. um i guess he i guess he clearly made it out of group play but um ricky is 59th in the world golf rankings so he's got to he's got to climb nine spots at the end of this week to get into the top 50 to play augusta keith mitchell is at 45 so chances are he's probably just fine to play augusta um he would have to he would have to not come out of group play and then other people do certain things as well i bet to drop him a full five spots or six spots out of the out of the ranking yeah. uh, but you also have the um i can if i can keep up with all my stuff here you've also got like the Ryder cup stuff i mean ricky fowler is 21st in the standings keith mitchell is 18th you know something to think about um spieth who we just talked about is 11th um so i i think i th- i think it's Maybe I'll just bet Ricky and just that be it. Maybe I maybe I've maybe I've gone too far with Keith. I wonder if yeah, I I don't know. Um, maybe people put that in the comments. Tell me, have I gone too far? Talk me into or out of 
Keith Mitchell, that would be great. Um, also, let me talk you guys into tracking your bets better. You need to be tracking your bets. You need to be tracking the bets of those who you tail. And our friends at Pickett, perfect spot to do that. I've got it here up on the screen. You can take a look at it. These are screenshots from my Pickett account. It's a fantastic app. It's free, and they're actually paying you to download it. So uh, all you got to do is click the link in the description of the video, both in YouTube and podcast, but you have to use referral code TJ when you sign up. Free to download. The app is free to use throughout the app. In fact, they're going to pay you. If you download it and you use referral code TJ, they're going to either send you $3 or $100. Somebody wins $100 every single day downloading the Picket app, and they'll send it to you via PayPal. Free money just to download the app. I mean, hell, throw the $3 on Taylor Montgomery at 100 to 1 to win the WGC Dale match play. Yeah. You can see here on the screen, it, you, it, show, it tracks everything. You link up uh, over 20 sports books and DFS sites, including Prize Picks and Underdog. If you're in a state like Georgia, where we are, where you can't legally have a gambling account, but you can play Underdog or Prize Picks, this is what you're looking at here on my screen. You can see my calendar from January, February, historical. It shows you profitability, units, all that stuff, which helps you understand what you do well. But also, uh, it helps you. You can see this for any user on Picket. So you can follow popular handicappers, other sports bettors, uh, people doing content, and see are they betting who they actually say they're betting and what they're what they're betting and how good are they? This is my Prize Picks record. You can kind of see like, am I bad at the? Am I better at the round robins than the parlays? Yes, I am. Clearly, that's there. Am I better at Prize Picks or Underdog? That's there. Player props, all this kind of stuff. It's all easy to see in the Picket app, P I K K I T. But just use the link in the description. And don't forget to use promo code or referral code TJ to get it. All right. Thank you to pick it. Check them out. All right. All right. Let's talk about the next bracket. Cam Young, Davis Thompson, Sepp Straka, Corey Connors. This one's pretty automatic for me. It, it's the bet is Cam Young at 33 to 1 on MGM right now. I wouldn't be shocked if it's gotten shorter. Let me refresh and see if it has. Uh, for yep, still a thirty-three to one. That is the best number I see for Cam Young. Paul Tesori on the bag now after leaving Webb Simpson after twelve years. The two have have broken up after twelve years, and Paul Tesori finds himself on Cam Young's bag. Talk about landing on your feet, Paul. Huh? Yeah, didn't have to. Good for you, but didn't have to sweat it for too long. Although I will say, uh, Paul Paul's going to have to. Uh, you know, I mean, he's gonna have to like look at yardage books every week and be like, okay, oh, oh shit, I gotta figure out the carry distance to that bunker out there because he probably hasn't had to do that a whole lot for Webb. Yeah, a little, little different distances here. So. Um, but to me, Cam Young is the clear bet coming out of here if you're gonna bet anybody. I mean, not that Straka and Connors and Davis Thompson aren't good players, but I think I think Tesori's gonna give Cam Young an instant bump. He just a veteran caddy, incredible player. Uh, Cam Young's problem is on the greens. Paul Tesori, to me, alleviates a lot of those problems. A la Ted Scott to Scotty Scheffler. Not that Scotty Scheffler had problems, but I think he does a lot for him. I think Joe Scovran does a lot for a guy like Tom Kim. I think it's a really good move on Cam Young's part. Uh, and, and I would imagine, I don't know who Cam Young had on the bag, but I would imagine that somebody's agent knows somebody else's agent, or maybe it's a, it's a Wake Forest Demon Deacons connection between Webb and Cam. But my guess is that, and I don't know that this happened, but my guess is that the 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 web Paul Tesori thing was a was was a breakup first, and and then somebody was like Cam, you got to jump on this. Like Paul Tesori's available, and Cam was like, "Yep, fire my guy, hire Paul." Like I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, that's what I think. 
Hello? <laughs> Sorry, you're you're like lagging big time on me now. I can't even like I could. You're so far behind. I'm not. I can hear you good, so maybe we should just continue on. But your yeah. your your movements and all that kind of stuff. Looks fine to me. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what's going. On. Okay. Anyway, yeah, good stuff on whip. Okay. What else? <laughs> okay, so yeah, I mean, are you betting anybody? You betting Cam Young here? What are we doing? I, I, you know, I'm a little concerned about Cam Young. I mean, I get that. What's, you know, I like that Webb's on the bag and all that kind of stuff. Webb is not on the bag. Paul Tesori's on the. I bag. mean, Did Paul Tesori's on the bag. Yeah, Webb, okay? Webb's on the bag. What if Webb was on the bag? Pull it together. Um, but I just think I don't know. You think Cam Young could actually win this whole thing? Yeah, it's that wild of a tournament. Yes, I don't. Okay. I don't. And then I think if he comes out of this group, I think Ricky or John Rahm's beating him anyway. Okay. So. All right. Well, let's let's move to group seven then. Willie okay. Z. Willie Z heads this one up. Andrew Putnam, Ryan Fox, Harris English. Some would call this a weak group. Uh, I call it an opportunity to bet on Ryan Fox at a hundred to one. Exactly. Yes. And Duel. I am betting on Foxy Ryan at a hundred to one for sure. I mean, Willie Z's been okay. He's been okay. He's been solid, but I think there's some question marks with, with Willie Z still. He's had to change up his swing with the health issues and all that stuff. I think we're still kind of seeing the kinks worked out there. Obviously, the putting situation, that was a hot topic last year at this tournament. It was like people were going to be making Willie Z putt everything out because the stroke was so terrible. Um, so, But Ryan Fox playing well, had a good players' championship, played well at the API. 100-1, to FanDuel is too good to pass up. I'll hit it. Yeah, I like Ryan Fox a lot. We talked about him a decent amount on the DFS show as well. Big fan. Love the way he's been playing lately. Uh, not o- only over here, but uh, over in Europe as well. Several top 20s recently. Has gone super low in a few rounds, so the guy can make a lot of birdies. Um, big fan of Ryan Fox here. Willie Z's interesting. I feel like Willie Z's going to be forgotten about a little bit this week. And, you know, I mean, it's what's his, what did he do last year in match play? I he, finished even, fifth. I, he finished fifth here last year. Yeah. So, you know, four, three, and one was his record. Got out of his group. Yeah, twenty eighth year before, but got out, got out of his group both years, I guess, huh? Yeah, he did. Um, but I don't know if I really like betting him at what twenty eight to ones. What I see, you may see a little bit better. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think Ryan Fox though is is kind of the long shot that I've been zeroing in on since the brackets came out. So, yeah. I think you got to make your, you know, you got to just. Go with a long shot in a few of these, and he's the one that I like here. All right, let's keep on. Uh, let's moving. So if you come out of the Wills Alatoris group, you're playing Tony Finau, Christian who Kurt Kitayama, or Adrian Moronk in group 10. I don't have anyone here. I mean, I know we, we kind of talked about this group, a couple guys in this group we liked for DFS, but from a betting standpoint, I don't love anyone here. Yeah, I'm with you too. I'm not there. There's not anybody here that really jumps out at me a ton. I mean, in those last two groups in this top right quadrant, I, I mean, Fox, uh, Willie Z, Finau are really the only three people I see could have a chance at beating Rom, Mitchell, Fowler, Cam Young to come yeah. out of the group. You know, that, that's the problem. Like, I don't trust Sebez or even, you know, Moronk or. English or Putnam, for God's sakes, to like beat any one of those guys up top. So it's just really hard to 
Yeah. I mean, Fox is a multiple time winner overseas and he's played in majors and he's done well in majors. Like he, he's a different kind of cat. Moronk is up and coming and just won on the DP world tour. He's definitely hot, but I, I don't know that he's got the same chops as Ryan Fox to me. Yeah. I'm with you there. All right. Last quadrant, which is the lower right. So uh, top left here on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, Rory McElroy heading up group three, Scott Stallings, Keegan Bradley and Denny McCarthy. Um, I don't think I'm going to bet anybody here either. We talked about this group a little bit, talked about maybe Denny could come out of this group if he's hot and rolling the rock, but I don't trust Denny to continue in the outright victory for us. Do you? Yeah, no, I do not. And I don't want to bet on Rory. No. So nobody in this group, right? Nope. All right, so some tough decisions here in some of these other groups, but I, I like it. Terrell Hatton in Group 14 is the lead dog with Ben Griffin, Russell Henley, and Lucas Herbert. We narrowed this one down quickly. We felt like Ben Griffin and Terrell Hatton were the two here. Um, did did we like? Did we miss? Did we just like skip over Henley? Like, does he have some sort of amazing track record here that I'm I'm missing out on? No, he's two six and one here. Yeah, he just played a lot, played a lot of match play, but he's yeah. it's not that great. Hatton is four and three here. Um, Griffin's obviously a first timer. So I, I don't think I can bet Griffin to win it. I don't see Griffin winning the whole thing. I do think I can bet Hatton 25 to one. I think you can bet Hatton for sure in MGM. Yeah. So Hatton Absolutely. is, uh, Hat, there's some, uh, yeah, he's Hatton is 14th in the European Ryder Cup standing, which is crazy to me. And, and, you know, Europe, the European captains are known to be a little more out there with their captain's picks. Like, they won't necessarily go right down the board, you know, 7 to 12. Yeah. So I would think if you're, if you're Terrell Hatton, like, you want to make sure you get in that top six. But he's 14th right now. Um, all right, let's, let's finish this off, huh? So Hatton at 25 to 1 is a bet. So then we got Xander, Cam Davis, Tom Hoagie, and Aaron Wise. God. <laughs> I actually really like Hoagie. I can, you can get Hoagie at sixty-six to one on BetMGM. Yeah, I mean, the dude is just so solid, and this is a great course for him too. So, I mean, Hoagie's been playing so well all year long. He's, um, I don't let me let me look at his match play record. He is o two and one. O two and one. He's only played it once. Yeah, I'm not going to put too much into that. I mean, just to me, 66 is just a, a, a good number. I mean, Davis has, you know, showed some promise at, at TPC, but do, do we really think he's going to come through the whole thing and win it? No. No. Um, I mean, obviously Xander's there, but I, of the shorter, the shorter numbers, it's just not a guy I want. Yeah. So agreement on Hoagie, huh? Yeah. And, and obviously Aaron Wise. If anybody was going to bet Aaron Wise on this show, it'd be me, and I'm not betting Aaron Wise, so. And you then gotta I'm, get off of that. It's time. I, I'm off it. I'm off it for now. You are so scared to even talk to him at the players. He walked by us like three times, and you just like it's like he's, it's like he's like your ex girlfriend or something, and you don't want to like introduce yourself to him or like see like you like this is your this is your guy, and you're like nervous. I've never seen you so nervous around a player in my entire. What do you life. want me to do? You want me to say like, hey man, uh, I really like I really like you in DraftKings and stuff. My name's David. Like, what do, yeah. you, what do you want? He'd be like, cool, guy. How old are you? You're like 40? Get out of here. Oh, I like mean, a, you could just, 
Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll be see what not, I Be cordial. I'll try, to yourself. I'll try to sack up next time. Final group, Matt Fitzpatrick, JJ Spawn, Sahith Gala, and Minwoo Lee. I'm pretty sure we we're going to agree on, uh, on this one. This is another group where I think I'm firing two because they're just too juicy. I agree. Um, Sahith, I see at 66 to 1 on MGM and Minwoo at 70 on DK, unless that's changed. Both, I think, very similar in certain ways. Like they're going to be aggressive. Yeah. I mean, Sahith's just going to be firing it off the tee left and right all over the place, laying it out. He's going to make a lot of birdies. And then he's also going to have some others that it doesn't matter. He'll lose a hole, but then he makes two more birdies in a row. Got that greasy short game, you know. We've been talking about it a lot, too. He's got that short game. Minwoo Lee is sitting at uh, 47th in the world golf ranking, so he's just inside the master situation. He's probably looking at this knowing, like, i got to come out of group play. I really need to come out of group play to ensure I don't get passed up here. So I, I think that's... You know, that's something. Uh, so hits kind of way outside of the Ryder Cup standings. He's sitting at 20 right now, but that's probably something he's looking at. This could, might be an opportunity. He might be one of those young guys, like I said. That yeah. I mean, you know, because think about it a couple months from now. Let's say Sahith is 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th in the Ryder Cup standing. But he's got, you know, he's got a, a four and two record. You know, he comes out of group play, but he loses in the next round or something. He's got a four and two record. But he's got something on his record that's that's solid match play performance. I think that's kind of the the little stuff that these young guys might be looking to do. And yeah. I love the value at sixty six. No, I'm I'm with you there for sure. And then the thing is, is Fitzy's just playing so bad right now. JJ Spawn's not getting out of here. No. So I think Minwoo Lee's just going to be throwing that two iron past them all and pissing them all off with that shit, <laughs> um, which I love. So. Yeah. He's he's magical with that two iron. He really is. I know you like how you hit your two iron, but I mean, oh, I'd love I'd love to hit it like he hits his. Though. Yeah, that's for sure. All right, good stuff. All right, so that's that is that's the Dell match play. Let's talk Corrales, and then we'll get out of here. You want to? Yeah. Um, Corrales Punta Cana. You've got. Let me listen. This is this is a terrible field. It's an alternate field event, but listen, there's opportunity. There's definitely opportunity. It's it's going to be a coastal setup. It, it is. It, it's going to be windy. I looked at it. It's windy like always. Kind of that moderate wind, like 12 to 15, 16 every single day. You got slow past Palom Greens. The winning score is kind of going to be that 16 to 20 under more than likely. It's been like 17 or 18 a lot in the past, except for when Joel won. Um, it's a par 72, around 7,500-yard Tom Fazio design. It's got the devil's elbow, Pat. Oh, I forgot this was the devil's the elbow. De- the devil's elbow or the yeah. devil's uh the devil's weenus, you know. You know that's your weenus right there? Wait, what? I'm you not heard that? The this part of your elbow, this the little skin part right here is called your weenus. That you can like pinch like really hard <laughs> and it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you know. That's that's getting into it a they little bit. They should have called it the devil's weenus. Um Anyway, yeah, I mean, par five <laughs> scoring. Here's one thing I did notice, though, Pat. I did a little research, okay? Did a little research. If you look, so in 20, hold on, let me make sure I get this right. Um, okay, in 2019, only eight guys out of 21 that finished in the top 20 
averaged 295 yards or longer off the tee. Okay. So it was very much like a, just hit it in the right spot, bun it out there and be done. That was in 2019. In 2020, 2021, and 2022, that number has gone up significantly. Like 62% of the players that finished in the top 20 those three years all averaged over 295. We're hitting it longer. We're taking, you know, I don't know if that's a rollback issue. We should get to the bifurcation conversation. Or if guys are just hitting or playing more aggressively or what that is. But I do think distance should be factored. It's not a must. I mean, if you look at past champions here, you had Chad Ramey last year, not a long hitter. Joel Damon, 2021, not a long hitter. Hudson Swafford, not super long. Graham McDowell, not very long. Bryce Garnett, not very long. But I, I do think that's, that's something to pay attention to. So I'm looking at both distance and accuracy in terms and par five scoring kind of plays into the distance factor usually. Opportunities gained, strokes gained approach, comfy on past Palum. That kind of thing is, is I think, what we're, uh, what we're looking for. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. You're not paying any attention. No, I'm, I'm paying attention to you. I just, you know, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot mm. when you're looking at two different tournaments. So. It's so much. I know. I'm, we're overwhelming, Pat. We can't Well, do... I mean, this is your full-time, this is your full-time job. It's your full-time job today. It's been your full-time job today. What are you doing at the top of the board? You bet Matt Wallace at 25 to 1? Been playing great. He was I in mean, my sleeper video last week. I could. You going to do it? What are you doing? I like Thomas Dietrich at 20 me to too. 1. I, think I like he's Dietrich a lot at 20 to 1. Yeah. Now, he screwed me a lot at the Honda. I don't know what the hell he was doing at the Honda Classic. He he's just kind of. Played here three times. I can't even believe that. He's, yeah, he's been very good here. 33rd, 46th, 15th last year. Um, yeah, I think Dietrich's the move here. I mean, listen, I think Wyndham Clark is primed to take this one down, but uh, you can't bet an eleven to one Wyndham Clark. I think Joel is an easy fade considering he's been a little off. Eighteen to one, I wouldn't do it. Um, Pendra's probably going to be a popular bet. Wallace, I could see being okay. The next one down for me after Dietrich is Ben Martin, who I think you can get at thirty-three to one on Bet Rivers. 28 to 1 on DK if you can't quite, uh, if you don't have access to Bet Rivers. But Ben Martin finished runner up here last year, almost had it, finished fifth a few weeks ago. I mean, we saw how, how, uh, I mean, Ben Martin's just been playing well. He's been making cuts 13th, fifth in his last few starts. So, I mean, I don't, I don't love that I'm betting a guy named Ben Martin at 30 or 28 to 1. But. All right, just because it's a very average name, you can't it bet him. It sounds like a very, just, Vanilla guy, which he probably is. He's probably a nice guy, but it's probably yeah. Well, plays uh-huh. very well here. Two top tens in a row. Second last year. Can I talk you back into into Kramer Hickok? You I, can I'm, absolutely talk me back into him, I, dude. I God, going into was it Sunday? Did he just crap the bed Sunday or Saturday? No, it was Sunday. I mean, I had I think I had Fleetwood, Clark, and Hickok all on the card. You had Taylor Moore and Fleetwood. We had it surrounded, and Hick, Hickok just completely ejected. Eject button, psh, gone. But, I, but I mean, I, I, he's hitting it well, and this guy's come he's, close before. Yeah, he's got, he's got uh, our buddy William Lanier on the back, too. So um, 40 to 1 on BetMGM is the best number I see. 
Yeah, I think you. I think you got to go back to him. Absolutely, okay. playing well. Um, I'll keep going unless you have unless you want to stop me here. You got anybody else in this range? Well, I mean, have you just are you going to skip over Akshay? Oh yes, Akshay. You just don't no. want to. He's forty one him? on Fanduel right now. Let me check. And make sure. Wait, what is he? Yeah, on Fanduel he was forty one to one a minute ago. Hang on, let me get there. Uh, let's see, Akshay. <laughs> Dude, he was. I swear, thirty minutes ago he was forty one to one. He's now twenty two to one on Fanduel. Well, DK still got him at thirty five to one. Okay. Yeah, I think you bet on. I think we bet on Akshay here at thirty five to one. Yeah. For sure. He's winning eventually, and this could be a, a, a good place for him. So, um, Do you else? like uh, – I like Andrew Novak. Are you an Andrew Novak guy? I almost played him last week, and I didn't. Really good iron player, scores on par fives, checks the box there, good in the wind. Um, opportunities gained, checks the box there, 55 to 1. Right, right? Uh, yeah, 55 to 1 on DK. Yeah. He has um, – I think he's – he played here. Played here last year. Finished eleventh in one start. I think he's a play. Do you think that? Um, I don't know why you just hate this guy. But Chad Ramey, he won here last year. Ugh, gross. You don't. You just can't. You don't think you can? He is. Him? I know he's kind of bucking his head here lately, right? With his 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 uh, whatever he was doing at the yeah. championship, where he wanted to act like he was really good, and then. All right, listen, I'm going to do this too, by the way. I'm going to have a special pick for you. So you can, you can go in with your next guys. But, but look, I have actually a special guest that is sitting oh, here, up here with me, Corn Ferry Tour player Wade Benfield. Now, the fact that he's a Florida Gator. Has Wade um, played, played Corrales? Has he played, or not, uh, Punta Cana? Has he played Punta Cana? I, I don't believe you. You haven't played Corrales, have you, Wade? Okay. But I want you to pull up the field. And and give us a pick. Because I know he knows some of these guys that are in the field. Yeah. So I'm gonna get a pick from Wade while he's up here. Um hmm. what if he gets it right, what what should happen? I feel like something should happen. Well, that's where your creative mind comes in here. Okay, if Wade tell Wade, tell Wade we want a we want a winner and a top twenty. Okay. Okay, we want a winner and a top twenty. Yeah. Right? And if Wade gets it right, if Wade gets one of them right. Either one. Then anyone who has downloaded the Picket app and used our referral code TJ, anyone who does that, we will send you one hundred dollars in cash, cash money, Venmo, PayPal. We'll send it to you. Hundred dollars. Okay. That's all you gotta do. There's a lot riding on this, Wade. Yeah, you if, gotta. If, if people, if somebody, if if you hit one of these, somebody's gonna win a hundred dollars. Is that right? Did top, I that right? Yeah, top twenty. Top 20 in and outright. One top 20 and one outright. Now, he doesn't need to know the odds, right? He's, he can just pick one or the other. Yeah, we can find the odds. We'll look up the we'll, we'll let him know the odds. Yeah. But... Um, You're about... under no rush. you got maybe a few minutes to yeah, look. Yeah, time. Yeah. Yes, Cougar, <laughs> Cougar Collins. Yeah. You can hear him? Yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Cougar Collins is a hell of a name. Let me pull him. Let me pull up his... Oh dang! Oh my God! Okay, okay, Pat. Picture right now. Picture right now in your mind. What does Cougar Collins look like? Like, I picture like um, 
a younger looking Aaron Baddeley. Younger looking Aaron Baddeley. Okay. What, what, ask Wade in his mind if he pictures Cougar Collins. At, at, well, make sure he's never seen him. Have what you ever he? seen Cougar Collins, Wade? Uh, no, he's, looking, no, no, no. he's already looking at the picture, so he can't guess. Okay, all right. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up his PJ Tour profile. Ready? Cougar Collins, baby. <laughs> that looks nothing like what I thought it was gonna be. Like I, I'm not saying bad. I'm, my dad's a CPA, so I'm not trying. <laughs> he looks like. I mean. Oh man. Oh shoot. Wow. Oh, I'm trying. I'm messing this up now, aren't I? There we go. You're trying to he, zoom in on him. He's Canadian. Who the crap? Like, I would think Cougar Collins. You're like a sex symbol. You know, like you've got a strong jaw. You've got you've had LASIK if you if you have vision problems. You you know you don't have um, beady little eyes and you're just your your hat bill is bent like it's 1997. Yeah. Um. And he looks he looks like he looks nervous and scared and like he's got. Like he ate a lot of raisin bran for breakfast or something. I don't know. I I I just that is not how I pictured Cougar Collins. Anyway, no, me either. I was totally wrong too. Um, Ryan Gerard. I think I think we'd be we'd be foolish not to bet Ryan Gerard at yes. sixty six to one with the way he's playing. The way he played at Puerto Rico a couple of weeks ago. Still still knocking on the door of that special temporary membership. I think we go there. Um, Hank Lebiota, eighty to one, Pat on bed mgm he's playing all right right now like he's lebiota's playing solid at the moment i don't know if people are paying much attention to him probably not he has played here three times finished 36th last year i don't know i kind of like lebiota yeah i don't i don't i don't mind that either um oh you know who else we missed hubbard 50 to 1 yeah oh that I blame Wade on that because I was going to say H- Hubbard also, and I I forgot. Yeah, I think we got a bet hubs forty five to one on DK now, or fifty to one on MGM, forty five on DK. Yeah, I like playing, Hubbard. He's playing well too. All right, um, what's Wade got for us? Do you have anything it. yet, Wade? Okay, he's ready. All right, top twenty first, Ryan Brim. Oh snap! Okay, let's find let's, it. Let's, let's, yeah, I'll find the number. Uh huh. Yeah, you know he's he's just still giving us some facts about Brim. Ryan Brim is four to one, top twenty. What is he? Four to one. Four to one, top twenty. Okay, I like that. Okay, all right, let's get the outright from him. Nick Hardy. Yes. Okay. uh, Nick is fifty to one on DK. Yeah. Dang. Okay, 50 to 1 Nick Hardy to win or Ryan Brim to finish top 20 at 4 to 1. If one of those hits and you have downloaded the Picket app by the time it hits and used referral code TJ and we have a list, then one of you we will pick randomly to win 100 bucks. We'll send it to you via Venmo. Thanks, Wade. Good job. Uh, I think that's it, man. Well, oh, we got to do our top 20 locks. You got yep. top 20s? Okay. I got a few here. Told you we hit some good ones last week. All right, my top 20 locks. I'm gonna go with is is God, is that still a number on Akshay? Surely not. Hold on. I think Akshay's number has probably gotten all jacked up. I'm seeing plus one ninety. That's, that's what just, I saw too. Yeah. Okay, well that's one. 
Akshay at plus 190. I'll let you have that one because I got a, another one. And then I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Hickok at plus 170. I'm, I'm buying. Hickok and, and Akshay. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, um, we know we can't win, but Patrick Rogers, no. he can finish in the top 20 in this field. Plus what 160. Is? Okay. Plus 160, Patrick Rogers. Who else? All right. Then I'm going to go with Hubs plus 200. I like the Hubs play. Um, my bomb. I'm just going to go with a straight up. You know how you know how much I love distance, right, Pat? I mean, you just you know I love it. This guy is going to check the box in par five scoring. He's second in the field, par five scoring. Third in the field in driving distance. Thirtieth in the field in opportunities gained. Thirty third in the field in strokes gained approach. And you could be thinking to yourself, DB, how is this guy not winning on the P- on the PGA Tour regularly? Well, it's because he can't putt. Save his freaking life. Finished thirty ninth at the Arnold Palmer. Much stronger field, much harder golf course. Finished 29th at Pebble Beach. Stronger field. A course that you can't just rip driver everywhere. But this week, my, my boy's ripping driver. Serviceman, Kyle Westmoreland at plus 450. I like that. That's, that's, that's sneaky good. Um, I'm starting to wonder if mine's even in this field. <laughs> it's hard uh, not to be in the field, right? I mean, you got to be in this field. Or, I mean... Well, I could see him just failing, but um, you know, Jason Duffner's really been hitting the ball Duff, well. Duff is here. I see him at four to one. Yeah, there he is. Um, finished T twenty eight here last year. Um, has really been good though with his irons. So I'm, I think Duff at plus four hundred top twenty. I'll, I'll go with that. Love it. Love it. There we go. That's the betting preview. WGC Corrales covered. Look out for the betting cards popping out tomorrow, and maybe one for Wednesday for Corrales. I don't know. I already put my. I already put my. I locked Corrales bets in the nut hut this morning in the Discord. So, all right, don't forget to download the Picket app. If Wade's bets come through, somebody's getting paid. Download the Leaderboard app. If that bet comes through, the Family Sweat bet, somebody's getting paid. It's going to be a good week. We're riding a hot streak. Okay. So, let's bend over our bookies. See ya.